0: Hey everyone, thank you so much for joining me back at the Hey Mom, Why Did No One Tell Me podcast. Um, My name is Rebecca, if this is the first time you are here um, and you don't know who I am, hello, welcome, I am your host for this podcast, and yeah, I'm really excited today because I know that the past couple episodes have been a lot about, um, just sort of like, um, some recent master classes I've done, and just sort of talking about you know um, the situation of a lot of things, and working towards getting over mindset blocks and all that stuff. Now today, I wanted to change it up a little bit. Um, for today's topic, I wanted to talk about taking actionable steps to following your creative path. And if this is your first time joining us for the podcast, um, and you don't know, um, I am an actor and an artist in the Washington, Washington, D.C. metro area. Um, I've been working professionally since probably like 2017, 2018 at this point. Um... And I am no stranger to that creative freelancer lifestyle. I've been living it for a long, long time. Um, and a lot of times when I'm talking to people and I say to them, hey, you should like totally follow that passion of writing a book or you should, um, you know, follow your dream of, you know, selling your paintings on Etsy because your paintings are so, so good. A lot of times they're like, well, I mean, you know, I just, I do it for fun. I'm not really sure how I would actually, you know, do this and follow this creative path. And I'm always like so pushing for that because I can tell, like, I can tell that these people are like super, super passionate about what they do. This creative thing that just lights them up. Their creative spark, as I like to call it. They're just, um, you know, they're super, super passionate about what they're creating, but they're just like, you know, I create and or I like to do this, you know, creative thing, but then I don't really know how that could be turned into like a creative career of sorts. So I totally get it. And today I wanted to give you some actionable steps to get you closer to that creative path, creative passion, creative career, whatever it is that you want, I want this podcast episode to help you get there. So with all of that being said, um, I think that the steps to following a creative career path are there. They're just not as easy to find. And let me explain um, what I mean by that. So when we're in school, right? When we're in elementary school, middle school, high school, college, we know what's up next for us, right? We know that when you're in elementary school, after um, I know in my my county it was like fifth grade and then you move on to middle school. I know it's a little different in other places. Um, It's like you get to fifth grade, okay, middle school is next. And middle school, it's eighth grade, once you finish eighth grade, okay, high school is next. And for a lot of people that I knew myself included, and I know this is not true for everyone, after middle school, or no, um, after high school. It's, okay, so I'm going to college now. And we were just given such easy paths, right? We were given mile marker number one, mile marker number two, mile marker number three. And we just followed the mo- the mile markers until, honestly, there were none left to follow. And so I, I think that because we were just so used to it, we were around it so much growing up. Like, we were around... You know, go to school, get good grades, go to college, get a job. Like we were around that path for so long and it was laid out for us so, so clearly. So it's almost like, you know, well, why wouldn't we, why would we um, stray from that path? And I mean, I get it. I really do. It's really difficult to see such a clear path, you know, a path that's been paved and, you know, it's really easy to walk on. It's really difficult to try and like veer from that path and go off into like this like this other path that like it leads through a really thick forest and you don't really know how you're going to get out of it. Um yeah, it's it can be it can be a lot. And I want to help you guys clear the branches off that path, off the beaten path, right? So the first step that I like to talk to people about is well, what, what do you like to do? Like what creatively lights you up? What like is that spark for you? And the way that I best like to describe like a creative spark is like when you are doing it, either if you're writing, if you're painting, um, if you're taking pictures, what makes you so, so excited? Like what, ma- what, what lights you up in the morning? What makes you open your eyes and jump out of bed because you get to do that super fun thing today? Like, what is it? And it might be a little bit easier to sort of pick out than you might think. So let's sort of brainstorm a little bit. We can, um, there's some people who just like know right off the bat, right? They know for sure that um, like knitting is totally their thing or maybe they know that um wedding photography is like their bread and butter and that's fantastic for those of us who might need a little bit extra help um what are some of the things that you like to do like what are the um like classes outside of work that you're taking or if you're still in school what are the fun classes you like to take i guess right now people aren't really taking classes in person um, but they are taking them online. So what is like, you know, before, before COVID, after, um, you know, sort of experiencing it, what is that thing that you look forward to like every single week? Is it when you can just sit down in front of your computer by yourself and just write out a story that's just free flowing out of your head? Is it maybe when you can just... um you know, get onto Zoom with your friends and you're talking to them and you're just like painting, you know, whatever on a canvas. Or maybe it's um, when you can just, you know, drive to a park and walk the trails and take pictures. Like, what are some of the things that you enjoy to do, like, in your free time? And I guarantee you that if you look at those things that you enjoy that, like, just make you so, so happy when you get to do them. That is going to lead you to your creative passion or your creative spark. So to give you an example, um, my personal creative passion, creative spark is um, acting. I love acting, I love um, writing, and I love performing. And I know writing is not in the performing category, but I really like the aspect of being able to tell a story. From a performing artist and from an acting perspective, I get to tell all sorts of stories through all different kinds of people, um, and from their points of view, which I think is so so fun. And for writing, I can literally create a world that is made up in my head, and I can like make the rules and I can you know write the history. Like I think world building is one of the coolest things out there. So any, any franchise with a good story for world building like. Yes, like I love that. Um, So yeah, what is that thing that you like to do? What is maybe that class you look forward to? Or maybe it's a hobby that you've had for a while and you're just like, I really, really love to do this. Like this gets me like this puts me in the zone. So we have that first step there. Step number two. What are some things that you have experience in? And this is important because when we're thinking about a creative path, oftentimes we think about, you know, the most visible people, right? So when we think about actors, we think about the celebrities who are in Marvel films, you know, on like TV shows, the people who are winning all sorts of awards. That's who we think of, right? But what we don't think of is, oh, that person in the commercial that I just saw there, they're an actor or... Oh, that person who is, um, you know, at this regional theater, they're an actor, they're getting paid if it's a regional theater, but community and regional theaters are a little bit different. Um, so like if you're going to, in DC, we have lots of regional theaters here, but if you've ever heard of like the Kennedy center, the national theater, um, those are all performing arts venues where professional actors perform and a lot of times people don't realize that the people they're watching are professionals so What are some things that you have experience in? Thinking back to that particular question We don't want to think of just the people who are visible, right? Because like I said with the earlier examples at the Kennedy Center and um, the National Theater um, here in DC it's not, um, it's not always the most visible, right? Not always the most visible people. So let's think. What are some things that you are really, really good at? Or you have a lot of experience in? I mean, maybe you've worked in marketing for 20 years. Or maybe you taught yourself how to edit videos and um, are really good with Photoshop. And you like to do graphic design or maybe you're like super into real estate um, sort of stuff like that to give you uh, my example um, so some things that I have experience in um, I'm experienced with um, oddly enough I'm kind of fairly experienced in like the education realm I worked a lot with kids Um, after school classes and summer camps, obviously, you know, I'm not doing that right now because nothing is running, but those are, um, I have a lot of experience just like working with kids and like learning how to interact with like different age groups. Um, I'm really organized. My life pretty much is all about spreadsheets and calendars. (laughs) Um, and I would also say that as of late, I've, been pretty well versed in personal finance from like a beginner standpoint. Um, I sort of understand, you know, what all the ins and outs of like the different accounts you can have, and you know how to plan for and save for retirement. So like, I'm actually super into personal finance. So I find all of that to be very very interesting. Um, so yeah, what are some of the things that you have experience in, and or things that you are super knowledgeable about? Um, I know someone who was, um, they were trying to figure out, like, a business that they could have, that they could create, they were like, oh, I don't know, I don't know, and they wanted to do something with, um, mothers who had special needs kids, and personally, um, I, I'm not a mother, but I have worked with a lot of special needs kids, um, ranging from, you know, being on the spectrum, to nonverbal, to, um, not being able to, um, like effectively communicate what they're feeling. So, I mean, I 100% get it. I 100% understand, um, when you have to care for a child who needs, um, who needs you in such a way, it can be very, um, very exhausting, right? Because you're giving just so much of yourself to to this child. And she was like, well, I don't really have a degree in like special education or anything like that. And someone said to her, you've been a mother of, a chi- of this child for 20 years who has needed you for the past 20 years. You have a 20-year PhD. And she was like, oh my gosh. And I was like, oh my gosh, she has a 20-year PhD in this. So don't think along just, you know... It has to be something that I am certified or I am you know I have a degree in because it doesn't have to be that so and I should have mentioned at this at the beginning but once we have step one and the list of all of the creative things you love to do then you have step two of all the things you have experience in I want you to take a piece of paper write down both of those put um so like take a piece of paper out um, And if you're not able to take a piece of paper out right now, um, no worries. Uh, Just play this episode once you're able to. Um, So get that piece of paper out, take a pen, and write a T down the middle. So we're making a T chart. And on left side, we're going to list, you know, the creative things that make you excited, make your heart sore. On the right side, we're going to list all of those things that you have experience in. So I will give you a second to write all of that down. And once you do, um, now I want you to, this is our third step. How can we mix these together? So I want you to circle the things that speak to you most. And so go through both lists. So what creatively speaks to you the most? um, What on the experience side do you feel jumps out at you on the page? Circle those and then draw a line between the two circles that you just made. Because how are we going to link these two together? How are we going to mix them? That's the next step. And it might be kind of weird to think about mixing these together, but it it totally can work. So let, um, let me give you my example. Um so I'm super into like the arts, making sure the arts, you know, continue, um bringing more artists into the world and helping people discover like that creative passion they have. Um and I'm looking at all the things that I have experience in. And I've already sort of connected like children and like the performing arts because I um I teach or I taught um after school theater and summer camps. Hopefully those will be coming back soon. Um but then I also, sort of looking down my list, um, I've been like super into personal finance lately. So I'm going to circle, you know, acting in the arts and I'm going to circle personal finance. I'm going to draw that line in between the two of them. I'm like, huh, how can I mix these two? And once you've made that connection, um, you know, let's, let's do some more brainstorming. So for me, I'm thinking, okay, well, a lot of people like taking actors out of the equation or just artists out of the equation, a lot of people aren't super well-versed in financial literacy and financial education. And that's not through any fault of their own, but I feel like this, um, that our education system just doesn't prioritize that. Like I remember that all my financial education came from my parents sort of you know helping me along the way when i was old enough to get a job and then it really um i really sort of like took that into my own hands and i did a lot of research on financial education i watched a lot of youtube on it um and i still have a long way to go but i have sort of realized that a lot of the country doesn't really have that financial literacy and I think personal finance is really cool and i really like spreading financial literacy so i was sort of brainstorming and i was like well i could help artists new artists artists who have been in this career for a while i could help them get a hold of their finances i really could because a lot of people in general again not just artists just don't have that um grasp on them and again through no fault of their own but I feel like that's somewhere that I could help, right? That's somewhere I could serve. And that's what I want you to think about when you're tr- sorting, sort of trying to mix these two together. How can you help people with this mix of the two? How can you serve them, right? Because it's all about serving. And so once we sort of mix those two, what kind of work can you do with what you love and what your current skills are? So I guess I kind of already went into that, with, um, you know, offering my services to possibly help people get their budget in order. Like, I budget, like, every month. I find it very enjoyable. Um, and a lot of people don't. And I'm like, but I, I love budgeting. So that's like, like, when I hear people that don't love, love budgeting, I'm like, oh, well, I can help you. Yeah, no, like, I can help you. Let's do it. Let's do it. And so... I think that once we mix the two we'll start to you know the wheels will start turning about what we could do for um for you know the kind of work we can do with our creative passion and combining it with some skills that we have so maybe that you maybe you're super into um like crafting and so you love crafting and some of your Um, and let's say that you also have a background in education and just teaching other people things who says you can't, um, your whatever sort of crafting you do, you do to kids or teaching it to adults. Like the possibilities I feel are so endless. We just have to like get past that mindset block that there's nothing there because that's not the truth. The truth is, is that all these opportunities are there. We just have to think outside that box. And once we take that step outside of the box, it's like this whole new world opens up. So that is um, the fourth step I have is what kind of work can you do with what you love and your current skills? And I guess step five, um, I have here on my, like, on my list that step five is like, brain, like some, doing some brainstorming. But honestly, we've been brainstorming this entire time. So maybe this is only like four steps instead of five. Um, but I want you guys to keep brainstorming. See what you come up with like what's um what are some of the weird combinations you can make and you can make as many combinations as you want you can always add more passion um the creative passions you can always add more skills that you have like it's so like this exercise is to just sort of help you play around and see what um what's out there and what's possible because once we open our mind and really see the possibilities around all of this then i think are just our entire world opens up and then we start believing in ourselves that pursuing a creative path is absolutely something we can do because that is, it's exactly, it's exactly that. We 100% can do what we want to do. And it only helps once we sort of step outside of what we're used to and really see what's possible again, you know, right? stepping off of that paved path, going onto the path that has all the vines and all the, um, that's, like, overgrown and has all, like, you know, the shrubs and the underbrush. It's going down that path, clearing it, clearing the path, and being like, okay, so that wasn't so hard. And clearing this path was a lot, um, easier and maybe even fun. So, you guys, I am so so excited to be sharing this um, exercise with you. I love doing this exercise. If I get stuck, um, I love doing this exercise with you know new people who I'm like, yeah, go pursue your creative passion. Um, it's one of it's one of my favorites. So guys please um let me know what you come up with like once you have your list and you make those connections and you figure out like how you can serve and how you can use your skills and creative passion to serve well um take a picture of it and send me like a dm or tag me on instagram and post on your story but guys if you would be so so kind it would mean so much to me if you were to tag me Um, If you were to take a screenshot of this episode, tag me on Instagram, let me know what you loved about today's episode, leave a review. It's all super helpful um, with just, you know, sharing this um, knowledge with other people and bringing more creativity into the world and helping people find their own path. So you guys, um, thank you so, so much. I'm looking forward to everything that you come up with and before i let you go i wanted to let you all know that this um podcast is sponsored by my free facebook group creatives choosing their careers um the facebook group is all about um you know just a gathering of people in creative professions who have these creative paths they want to follow and really just fostering an environment where those who want to go into business or just learn more about how they could maybe start a side hustle with their creative um their creative gifts how to do that and it's a it's a safe space to just bounce ideas around and learn so you guys um i think that's everything i wanted to tell you Um, yeah so feel free to dm me on instagram at boldly balanced life or um the podcast account itself everything will be linked in the show notes Um, and yeah, thank you so, so much for joining me on this Thursday. I hope you all have a fantastic weekend ahead of you and I will see you in the next episode.